0: Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the master the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Doctor Macias, and today I'm going to be talking about a movie that most of you have probably not heard of. It is a foreign feature from Mexico. From my understanding, it is available through, uh, Disney Plus in Latin America, but in the U.S., I've only seen it on HBO, um, HBO Max. And before anyone questions this, it is a studio that is not Disney, so it counts for this show. Uh, even though it's on Disney Plus in its countries, in other countries, it's just, you know, sometimes Disney Plus gets, you know, distribution rights for certain things that they don't make. I mean, you know, technically speaking because of the Fox buyout, the Dragon Ball movies that are coming out now would be released through Disney cuz you know, Fox. Yeah, it's fair to say that this is not a Disney movie and just so I go can't, you know, don't go any further without saying what it is. Uh, the movie is Undisfras para Nicolas or in English A Costume for Nicolas. Very cute movie. It, it is Something that feels like a movie that we would have gotten here ages ago, like not, not that I'm saying that it's generic or anything, but it it feels like something that you would have watched, like if you were a kid, you know, during like the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, when reruns on, you know, the big channels were still Pretty much the norm because Disney Channel used I uh, granted, I haven't seen Disney Channel in who knows how long, but they used to show a lot of, you know, like reruns of stuff that Disney didn't even own, um, stuff that you would normally not expect to see, you know, on Disney Channel. And you, you know, that, that, that used to be much more of a norm. P- point being is that it is something that feels very, I don't know, 80s, 90s like in terms of it's pretty much, um, like, my first impression of it is, like, it's kind of like, um, I'm not sure how many of you have ever heard of this, um, movie, but, like, Little Nemo, and I know there's was, there was the comics and the video game for that, but, yeah, like, it's kind of like that. Kind of reminded me of, like, the Never Ending Story as well. I do get some vibes of some, you know, like, more recent movies. Like, I do get a vibe, vibes of, like, the, something like the Lego movie in terms of, um, like, a random assortment of characters that come along for the adventure, but, but for the most part, it, it really does feel like something that would have been made years ago, even though it's a fairly recent um, feature, and like I said, it, it is a foreign one, it's from Mexico, and you know, my, you know the country of my origin, well, background, more, I don't know, man, the you know, point is that my, my family is from there, but um, yeah, it's just a very interesting movie it's very cute it's fun um it's basically about a kid with down syndrome um they don't really make that much of a big deal out of it like as in like you know they don't harp on it too much or anything which i, I got nothing against that you know it, it is more focused on telling an adventure fantasy story so we don't need to bog it down with like oh this is why it's okay to have this or that like look those the story's gonna you know make this kid heroic we don't need to you know shove in like you know the actual thing and again not, not that that's necessarily bad you know because my initial thought when i heard that this was about a kid with down syndrome was like okay so they're probably gonna make that a, a major focus of the story like they're probably gonna be like okay you know here's some kids that believe bull- him for that and by the end it's you know proves he proves that you know he's good you know because you know he he is a smart kid and you know a a lovable kid and you know being having down syndrome is not an impediment to how good he is i thought that's what it was going to be but again it's not really brought up much it's something that you mostly know because you know the behind the scenes stuff where and the movie even showcases this in the credits where it's like okay here's a kid and you're like oh okay so you know it, it is a kid with down syndrome playing playing the main character, which is needed. It, it's also honestly nice to see that kind of representation. But again, it doesn't focus on it, and, you know, it, it works for the story, because it is more of a fantasy story, and that's it, it works for what it is. But yeah, like, so, you have this kid with Down syndrome who, basically, at the start of the bit, his mom tells him this whole story about, like, this fantasy world where, like, all these great heroes, like a monkey, an abominable snowman, a skeleton, uh, a cowboy, a pirate, a general, like, pretty much, like, all these people came together to fight in this war against nightmares and there's like a whole like evil wizard who control like you know feeds on on, on nightmares with, with their monsters and you know that, that teaches this kid to be like okay I'm gonna be brave I'm not ever gonna have nightmares even though characters pretty much as of course the story goes along mentioned like okay it's not bad to have nightmares nightmares can be good things for various reasons it, it pretty much like you know from there it's like okay let's jump to some time later where it turns out that the mom passed away so now Nicholas, the the main character, is pretty much forced to live with the grandparents, with um with a cousin of his who also has trouble with his um, parent. In this case, the, the the cousin's name is David. His father is a pilot, so there's often times where he just goes long stretches of time without seeing the father. So you know, yeah, that whole you know it's just the whole trouble. And for the most part, that's you know like the the heart of the movie, just seeing the two cousins bonding. You get this whole story where like, okay, David doesn't like Nicholas, and of course, I, I do like that they don't try to make it like, oh yeah, he doesn't approve of him because of his condition. It's more like, look, I don't really like the the idea of having to to share my room with someone else. I'm already struggling with the fact that my father is never really around. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to it that to me just feels like, okay, yeah, this this is you know really good, you know, storytelling. It's really good character. It it it's just neat, and of course, you know, with it being a fantasy and with the whole setup with a fantasy story, it. It ends up going like, okay, so the, the cousin is having nightmares, which results in Nicholas finding out that, oh, the monster is coming here to feed on his nightmares and finds the, the fantasy world through his little toy chest, which basically results in him finding this girl who's trying to find her cousin from from the wizard and pretty much rescuer. So, you know, you get that whole thing and like, okay, so, you know, it's a rescue mission, uh, along the way, they're going to meet uh, the various figures that the mom talked about. Because you see right away, the monkey uh, from the story is the, the girl's assistant. So yeah, along the way, they meet the pirate, the Bond world snowman, the cowboy, all that stuff. And of course, it turns out that like, okay, so the reason why the the cousin of the girl is missing is because I it, it goes back to the story from the start of the movie where it, it was a deal to end the war. But it's, you know, of course, the characters are like, look, even though, yes, it brought us peace it's not worth sacrificing, you know, someone we care about uh, for this. So, again, it it is a very cute story. You know, I don't want to go too much beyond that just because this is not one that's been seen by a lot of people. And if I'm completely honest, this is the kind of movie that I would love to talk talk about. It pretty much is why, you know, a big part of why I made this show. Like, you know, even though I do like talking about some popular stuff like Shrek or, you know, Spider-Verse, pretty much stuff that... People have most likely seen, I do want this to, you know, kind of get more people watching stuff that, you know, they might not have ever heard of uh, for one reason or another, this one being a foreign film, you know, foreign films, even at the most known, struggle to get an audience because, you know, a lot of people tend to go for like, okay, we want to go for the English language movie or whatever, and, you know, there's already a stigma against animation, so I I, I get that this is not going to be... Something that gets found easily. So I I am, you know, happy to at least try to get that, you know, out there. Because it is really... It's a really charming little movie. And yeah, it's just a really cute, well-made, fancy story that reminded me of a lot of, you know, stuff that I grew up watching. Like I said, the never-ending story. It kind of reminded me of Little Nemo. Uh, you know, it, it has those little aspects um realistically if there's any problem i have with the movie is that the animation is a bit wonky at times it's to the animated movie and for the most part it works for what it is the designs are really cute it kind of reminds me of like french features stuff like the like the french art style being someone who's played a lot of games it, it did remind me of like the professor laden games which is heavily influenced by french animation styles so you know seeing that for this was very cute and i do like um the animation, how it goes when it goes on the more fantasy side of stuff. It's just that on, on occasion, you'll notice the way characters' moves is a bit janky. It's mostly... I, I, I notice it's mostly in the... In Much like the real world when it's like you know, the the normal people in one hour, you'll notice like some of the movement is a bit stiff, like the way they lean back and forth. But again, it's not, it's still a very neat looking movie. It's nothing that ruins the movie, it's just something that I was like, okay, you know, I am seeing the, the issue there. And to be fair, it's one of those things where it's like, look. I know that when it comes to animation, it's hard. Even something that's cheap is definitely going to be hard to. It's going to be hard to make. And I know that there are limitations when it's not coming from a big studio. And I and maybe this is a big studio in Mexico. I'm not sure. I'm not too familiar. Um, I should really do more homework on these. But you know, there's only so much you can do. And it is um, something where it's like, okay, look, I know it's not Disney. I know it's not even DreamWorks or you know someone with you know, money to, to to burn, so I get where the shortcomings are gonna, you know, appear, and despite that, it's still a very cool-looking movie. Well, not cool, but I would say cute. This is not to, to diss it, it's just that, you know, I wouldn't say cool about something that looks adorable, but yeah, it's a really nice, adorable-looking movie. I, I do like how a lot of it is just, like, it, it doesn't, um, Um, hold back from having characters get mad at the Nicholas character, but it also doesn't try to devolve itself into just being like, okay, let's try to be, you know, honest about this. Let's, you know, make characters, you know, really, um, I don't know if this is the right term, but, you know, like really bigoted towards, um, Tim, because he he's got down to them like no one you know treats him like shit because of that and i appreciate that again i don't want to really spoil this because it's something that a lot of people haven't seen but just to go into one little spoiler that goes al- comes along the way so if you don't want to hear this maybe stop this and you know come back to it once you've um watched the movie if if you're interested or if you're fine with spoilers you know basically what is that like the the Supposed to like the big bad of the movie is supposed to be the the wizard character who in the end is revealed like no it's just a person who is just acknowledging like hey look nightmares are fine and you know we really don't want a, a whole war it's just that you know we want you to understand what's going on and you know the, the truth about these things i thought that was kind of an interesting twist on it because by the time we were getting there it's like okay this is getting you know close to the end because it's a, a fairly short movie it's only like uh 80 minutes and By the time that they're they're getting to the wizard, it's already well over an hour. And I'm like, I don't know how much time you you got to develop this character if it is, you know, like, like you know, just a straight up stereotypical, you know, evil villain. And it turns out that, you know, you know, just a well-meaning character is... you know, Misunderstandings, which is also kind of needed, is something that we've started seeing more in Western productions, especially, like, with Pixar, where it's, like, we don't really necessarily have villains, which, not that I got anything against villains. I love villains and movies, but at the same time, not every story needs them. And in this story, it's like, okay, you know, it's just characters with Misunderstandings. Like, even, you know, so to speak, um, the closest thing to an actual villain throughout most of the movie is the, the uncle, the, the little girl that, that, that um, Nicholas meets, who basically is... Trying to keep things the way they are just because he's like, look, I really don't want to go back to war. It was, it's nice being in peace. Um, so seeing that in this is, is nice that they don't just devolve into making everyone like, just stereotypical villains it's actual storytelling it's well thought out it is something where it's like okay is this needed for the story is this not and of course with the wizard it's kind of neat that they eventually reveal like oh yeah it's actually a woman and you can tell right away because you could hear the voice like okay this is not a man's voice but yet the characters are you know kind of you know referring to him as a, referring to her as a man until she pulls back and is like oh i'm actually a woman and it's like i mean i Kind of gathered that, but, you know, eh, whatever. You know, it's a story. And I guess it's supposed to be a whole thing on how a lot of these stories often emphasize, you know, male role. Often emphasize male roles for things like this. So, you know, I, I get it. And, you know, it is neat for what it is. It is... A pretty cute twist. But yeah, for the most part, it, it is just a really cute fantasy. It, it is the kind of thing that I wish we would see more often with um animated features that we get here in the U.S. Because it's like, I get it. Some of these movies are made for kids, but at the same time, kids aren't stupid. You can try to, you know, talk to them like adults um, without dumbing yourself down, you know? like Yeah, you can simplify what you're saying without actually going stupid. And, you know, again, I, this isn't this... um. Anyone in particular, because realistically, this is a problem throughout the industry. But at the same time, I do acknowledge that there is positives, you know, much like with this movie, there is positives that we can find even in Western features. Well, this is technically a Western feature. This is Mexico. But my, my general point is that, you know, there, there is positives that you can find in American-made um, features for animation. It's just that this could definitely be something that could be used for you know certain studios to you know, I know, was like, hey, look, we could be more confident and not just trying to pander to, you know, what a, a statistic says. Like, you know, we could actually make this into a loving story where characters and story matter more than just, okay, do we have a fart joke or a reference or something that, you know, kids might know so that, you know, because that's what they say makes the money. I don't know. It, it is a very neat feature to, to, to watch in that regard. Um... Like I said, there's not really much I, I really had an issue with other than just some of the animation could be j- janky. But at the same time, I, I can't complain too much because I understand why that happens. And it's not like it ruins the, the look of the movie because there's still a lot of stuff that, you know, looks charming for what it is. It's not it's not one of the best looking movies I've ever seen, but it is still a cute little one. And it is one that, that would be fun to watch for how it's presented. And... Look, I know that some people don't want to read subtitles and stuff like that. I don't know if there's an English-language version of this, and realistically, I don't want it, because I know when it comes to English-language versions of foreign features, sometimes you get the the studios that actually care. Like, you know, as much as you want to hate on them, Disney did put a lot of good effort on doing, like, the Studio Ghibli features um, when they translated them, but there's a lot of these that don't. I mean, coming off of the Pinocchio movie that came out, and look, not that the Pinocchio movie... That I talked about before would have been better in 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 Russian in the, its Russian language, um, because I, come on, it's a stupid story regardless. But I know that there's a lot of movies, even the ones that may not be great, that get ruined once you um, change the, the the language because. Either studios try to force in random celebrities that don't fit in the roles, or just try to force in jokes that, you know, pretty much like what I mentioned, like, the pop culture, like, the the, the stuff that is, like, this wasn't in in there, and it wasn't needed, so, yeah, you know, watch it in its in its original language subtitles you know do you know do help and look i i know that some people might not be able to read those so easily but you know there are, there are ways around this so watch it in its original language if there is a good english dub then by all means i'd like to hear it from some of you guys you know it wouldn't it would not affect me if there is a good english dub because it's like look at, at the very least if you have to watch it in that way at least have it be a version of it that you know does its job well So, if there is one, you know, by all means, look at, you know, watch that and let me know about it so that I can, you know, get my thoughts on it someday, maybe. Or just at least acknowledge, like, oh, okay, so they did make something special, so that's kind of cool. As it is, I just know Spanish language. Give it a shot. It's definitely a fun one on HBO Max. And, yeah, it just... I wish more animated movies could be like this and just treat their audience well. Just like, look, we're not going to go by what a chart says is good for you. We're just going to do our best at telling a story that is heartfelt. And, you know, the stuff that we want to see without worry about it being on some checklist of, okay, this is a thing that kids like. But yeah, it, it's just a really sweet movie. And honestly, I'm definitely going to watch it again. I do recommend watching it. Like I said before, the main character great. I, I, I like how again, it's a main character who has Down syndrome, but they don't um try to do this whole like, okay, let's you know, make it super negative or anything like that. Um, let's try to make it hurtful for, for the character just so we can make a point about how, you know, having Down syndrome is not bad. Instead they're just gonna like look, he's gonna be a hero, so that automatically, you know, tells you right there that you know, just because you have Down syndrome doesn't mean you can't be a hero, so it's already a good thing. And, yeah, even if that that other version might have been a good movie, too, I'm glad for the version we got. And I would not, you know, change that up. So, yeah, it it's a fun movie. Uh, a customer Nicholas, or Un um, Fras para Nicholas, if you want to go with the actual language. I know I probably sound weird. I, I know my Spanish can have its accent, because, look, I'm American-born. I speak mostly english but i do understand spanish because of course my of my background is just you know you'll hear the accent every now uh, now and then and whatever that that's fine you know it is what it is i don't care mock me for it so yeah i think that's really about it i don't know if i had anything else i mean i i do think that uh some of the the action because c- there's not really much action scenes in this but some of the stuff is kind of fun like what looks almost like an imaginary fight with uh well not really an imaginary fight but pretty much like the, the pirate um like imagines his own boat and an ocean and stuff like that and that that was kind of neat uh the cowboy you know instead of having bullets he has like these you know like his gun makes people smile and has like the like the whole paint and stuff like that like so you know which is why his name is like giggles like he, he almost feels like what if the joker was uh a cowboy and you know not a bad guy so that that's kind of neat i guess if there's any disappointment is that while a skeleton does factor into this movie and you know it is mentioned in the story early on the skeleton doesn't really do much once it actually comes into play so that that, that actually is kind of disappointing like I, I thought by the time the skeleton was introduced which was fairly late into the movie that you'd still see the skeleton you know actually hanging around the heroes at least for those final few minutes but now just there for one bit and then he's gone and i don't know that that's i guess the only other thing that's kind of lame about it outside of the animation but you know again fun movie and I, I really don't want to spoil too much on it so definitely go watch it i've given you a little bit so i hope that gives you an idea of whether or not you want to see it or at the very least gives you some some hype on it. I don't know. For the most part, like I said, fun movie. Go watch it. It's on HBO Max. If you're in foreign countries, it's apparently on Disney Plus. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for watching if you're on YouTube. And yeah, I'll see you next time. Hopefully, it's something special. Thank you for coming on and listening to me today. If you enjoyed it, you can always subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can follow my podcast. It's on Podbean, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to support me even more, there's always the option of Patreon. Patreon is a great way to support artists and... With that, you can always put in a dollar or even more. It's all up to you. All just to help produce the show and other things I may do. Thank you again, and I hope to see you in the coming future.